G'day, ladies and gents. G'day, and welcome to episode 110 of the Moyes Health Podcast. I do hope you've been enjoying our previous episodes. Some great feedback about our last two grass and gains alongside, of course, the fitness watch fallacy. Really, really glad to hear that you guys are glad the podcast is back. And like I said, it's that feedback and it's your experience of these podcasts that drives them forwards. So a massive thank you for taking the time to send me that feedback. Continue to do so. And of course, don't forget to jump onto iTunes and give us a little review and a little rating as well. A massive thank you. I'm going to start reading these out to Mr. Moore. I got your latest feedback on the podcast, buddy, to uh, to quote... Uh, I dare anyone to not get something out of this podcast. Chris not only uses a wealth of knowledge, but humor too. They are varied and informative. Give it a go yourself. I dare you. And please take time to comment. Massive thank you, Green Toast. Much appreciated. And onward into today's episode. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, expanding upon a topic I've been discussing quite a bit this week with both my Made by Moyes gang and my academy... I want to talk about becoming the best version of yourself. And this actually aligns quite nicely with what actually ensures someone is successful. And I don't just mean successful in terms of achieving the transformation, but also keeping the transformation. Because let's face it, none of us want to do this journey over and over again. And so with regards this journey and with regards everything that you guys are facing and every reason that you're listening to this podcast, the ultimate goal should be to become the best version of yourself from a a fitness perspective with the goals you have there, but from an open-minded mental perspective, not just the physical, because ultimately our brain controls every single thing that we do. The way that we think and the way that we act is actually the only two things that we have control over. And so all of that stems from our own mind. We have to be in control of our thoughts. We have to be in control of the way that we conduct ourselves. And that ultimately shapes the world around us. When it comes to jumping on fat loss programs, it's very, very easy to be blindsided by what do I need to do? I.e., what my calories, what's my movement, what's my exercise? But... All too often, we actually forget about the stuff that happens behind that because most of your day is spent living in the same life that was conducive to you creating an environment which wasn't productive for you, where you gained the body fat in the first place. And so the key thing to remember is that the whole time you focus purely on what are the actions, give me simple, tangible metrics, as beneficial as that can be, to just adhere to these calories and do this, this is what you need to do to get results. It's nowhere near the be all and end all, nor is it the end product. It's a medium of which you can facilitate a transformation, but the actual transformation itself happens outside of those metrics. Let me explain. Quite often I get asked for meal plans. Quite often I get asked before someone even signs up, they go, well, how, how is this going to work from a nutritional perspective? And it doesn't sound like there's a, the sexiest or, or most kind of attractive thing in the world when you go, well, we're not going to change too much. Because people go, well, hang on a second. My you know, tangible understanding of diets, etc., is you're going to tell me exactly what I need to do. And whilst that is the case per se, if I wander into your life with a meal plan, That's going to be based upon the foods that I like. 
it's going to be conducive of achieving a calorie deficit. But the metric behind the meal plan is a calorie deficit. It's reducing the calories you're consuming. We don't have to achieve that through just going, here's five meals of chicken and rice per day. We can do that with the diet you currently have within reason. So when I take someone on and I say to them, we're going to use the diet you've already got. We're just going to manipulate that. And we're going to use certain tools to be able to manipulate your current diet. Sometimes people can see that as a negative in the sense of, well, hang on a second. My current diet is the problem. And you're not wrong. Your current diet is the problem, but not all of it. Too many times nowadays, people look at, for example, their relationships and they go, right, well, my relationship is the problem. My other half is the problem. Bye. And people break up. Whereas in actual fact, you're looking at the problem as being far too broad. The problem isn't you and your partner. The problem isn't the relationship. It's little elements within the relationship improve those things and you improve the whole thing to use a, uh, a weird analogy get yourself the tastiest tastiest pizza okay let's find the flavor you love texas barbecue fucking pepperoni hawaiian i don't care a pizza on that pizza i want you to take a single jalapeno and i want you to cut it up and spread it all over the pizza at that point, it dominates the pizza. Every mouthful you're taking, you know, you might be a spicy person, but every mouthful you're taking, you're getting a mouthful of jalapeno and it is dominating every aspect of that pizza. And if you're not a jalapeno fan, even worse. <laughs> My point there is that there's nothing wrong with the pizza underneath. It's still exactly what you want, but there's this one thing that's fucking it up. Again, if you're a chili fan that analogy ain't going to work for you. Swap it for a, I don't know, an anchovy or I don't know. My point is, is that when people are looking to begin their transformations, they focus on, right, how much do I change? I need to change everything. And you need to realize that your lives fundamentally aren't the problem. It's just an element of them, which is the problem. And so when it becomes becoming the best version of yourself, you don't need to overhaul things. Your life looks the way that it looks because you enjoy that life. You haven't found yourself here by chance. Every decision in your life, everything you've ever done has led you to this point, both good and bad. And so you need to understand that not everything is wrong. There's nothing wrong, for example, with laying in bed and having a lion on a Sunday morning if you're fortunate enough to do so. There's nothing wrong with a takeaway on a Saturday night. There's nothing wrong with enjoying a bottle of wine or getting smashed from time to time. The problem stems from situations of which facilitate a negative version of yourself. And also the problem stems from an average of what you're doing over time. Our bodies are a direct representation of how we have fed ourselves and how we have moved and how we have used those bodies, what you've put in them, over a period of time. If you smoke one cigarette, does that make any difference to your skin? No. If you spend a lifetime smoking cigarettes, does that make a difference? Hell yeah, it does. If you go to the gym once, does it make any difference to your physique? No. If you consistently go to the gym for a year, does that make a difference to your physique? Yes. However, 
There will be many missed workouts during that time. There will be many times you didn't go. But as long as you are consistently plugging away and progressing over a period of time, that's what matters. And I coach my clients and I always tell them to think weekly. Weekly with their steps, their averages, with their calories, with their exercises. But also there's nothing magical about seven days. In some cases, I find myself coaching people over a fortnight because they might very well have a really heavy week during half term last week, for example. And so that week in and of itself looks pretty shit. But actually, if you then balance the following week, the net result over those two weeks is you've hit all your targets. So we need to understand that the metric of weeks and the metric of what we do isn't just about these systems that society has created in the form of this is a day, this is a week, etc. It's important to bear in mind the bigger picture and becoming the best version of yourself doesn't mean that you're not going to fuck up from time to time. Arguably, becoming the best version of yourself means that you accept the fact that you're going to fuck up from time to time. Accept the fact you're going to be challenged and embrace that challenge. Embrace when you fuck up. Because you have an opportunity to learn about yourself. You have an opportunity to understand yourself better, to level up once again. We don't grow when times are good. We grow through stress, when we realize what we are capable of. You know, I've spoken about this many times on the podcast. And so when you are going through periods of challenge or periods of strife, they are a great opportunity for you to level up. If you have a bad week, see it more as an opportunity than you do a detriment. In the short term, yeah, you might have put on a pound. In the short term, yeah, you may not achieve your goal for that specific week, but your goal is not a week-long goal. Your goal is multiple weeks. It's an overtime goal. And so if you only ever see what you're doing and the way in which you are approaching the world in these micro-cycles of days and weeks, then you're missing the bigger picture. A catalyst that leads to all of that, though, is what I guess a select group of people would call rock bottom. Before you are in a position where you're ready to make changes in your life, before you're in a position where you're ready to start controlling what you're doing and really mindfully thinking about what you're doing. As I said previously, the people that actually achieve results and people actually keep those results are the ones that understand that their lives need to change, not just I need to do something temporarily to achieve a result. That's like going, oh, I need to get a promotion, so I need to be nice to my boss. No, because they'll see straight through that. If you want to get a promotion, you need to be consistently hardworking and good at your job and with a great attitude. That will shine through. That will get you the promotion. Being nice to your boss for a week simply because there's a promotion on the cards is, yeah, a false narrative. They're going to see straight through that straight away. So focus on the elements of your life that you need to change. Not all of it. Like I said, changing your life is not change your life as in change everything. It's not an overhaul. It's an adjustment. It's a tweak. The issue isn't the pizza. The issue is the chili. And there we go. If you've reached that point in the podcast, you can send me that. Okay, jump on Instagram. Send me the issue isn't the pizza. The issue is the chili. Or you know what? Just send me a pizza and chili emoji. There we go. Let me know you're listening by doing that. Anyways, I digress. You guys have heard plenty about my story in this podcast because in some ways this is therapy for me at the same time as trying to educate and inspire you guys. But 
As I am reaching a big old crescendo in my life uh, of marrying my beautiful fiance uh, in about five weeks' time now, it's exciting and it also gives me an opportunity to look back. And getting on nine years ago now, I made one of the biggest shifts in my life that I could ever make. And I hurt a lot of people in the process of doing that. And I made that shift not only to restart my life, but after making that shift, I realized that fundamentally who I was as a person had to change. Because first came the change itself in the sense of changing my life and completely, like I said, hitting the fucking reset button well and truly. And that wasn't easy. Uh, but it was something that had to happen. Uh, it was something that I chose and something I wanted to happen. But what then followed was me really spending so much more time embracing reflection and stoicism and really beginning to reflect upon my life. Because there's a reason that change came around. It wasn't just the people that entered my life. There was something fundamentally wrong with me. And at the time, I didn't know what that was. At the time, I couldn't ascertain what it was about me as a person. In fact, I didn't even see it being me as a person. It was very much a case of what I wanted. And it was only in a few years later that I really began to reflect upon who I was. And I've mentioned previously on this podcast that it was the kids that were a big, big catalyst to that happening. Because this is the thing. Once kids enter your life you have eyes on you and you really have to be aware that you're being watched and people are not just watching but they are learning from you you are paving the fucking path and how you pave that path is setting the tone for the people they become and that's scary because ultimately you and every you are responsible for every single person that those little people are going to come into contact with in their lives because how they conduct themselves is based upon what they learn from you and that's a huge driving force to want to become a better person it's not the only driving force mind i'm well aware there are a lot of people listening to this that aren't parents and don't want to be parents and that's okay but i will say this that a few years later, I realized that I couldn't be the person I was previously. I couldn't think like him. And what followed was a long and reflective journey of what I wanted for myself and most importantly, how I wanted to feel. Because that's, I guess, the biggest thing here. We talk about transformation. We talk about changing our lives and we talk about the physical. And of course, we spend a lot of time talking about the psychological and the mental. But one of the biggest things to kind of realize is that you are living with you forever. Every single millisecond of your life, you are living with you. And much in the same as if you were living with a flatmate that was a fucking pain in the ass that drove you mad you've got to live with yourself and you've got to live with the way that you conduct yourself and you've got to live with the decisions you make and with how you treat people and in some people their conscience is never that loud 
They go about their lives and they do as they wish. And that was me. That was me. Up until 28, that was me. But taking that time to reflect upon who I was, my values, my integrity, the quality of my values and integrity, and realizing what I wanted for myself to be at peace, that when I laid in bed of a night time and I closed my eyes, to really understand who I was, was well, it became such a dominant thing for me. And it became something which I really wanted to use to become a catalyst to be a better man. Not just for the kids, you know, let's let's pop a pin in that for the time being. Just to live with myself. Because I've hurt a lot of people in my life. I didn't do it deliberately at the time. But looking back now, I could have conducted myself so much better. I could have been a much, much better man. Young, immature, inexperienced unreflective just how many more adjectives do you need but the catalyst came when I decided I don't want to be him and I can look back at little memories that pop up on Facebook and pictures now and I don't even recognize him anymore and that's a really powerful thing for me to say and a really cathartic thing for me to say as well because that's what I've been working towards And it's not something which I can go, this was the day, this was when it changed, or this month I've done this. It's it's not a conscious journey that can be measured in moments. It is a decision that was made, and it is a conduct over a period of time, which ultimately made all the difference. And I'm still working to become the best version of me. And I'm not just doing it for the kids because you you can't. You can't just do it for somebody else no matter how important those people are for you. It has to be that you do it for yourself, to live with yourself, to feel good about yourself, to be able to stand up and go, I'm a good man. To be able to stand up and go, you know what, you can say what you like about me, but I know who I am. I know my weaknesses. I know my strengths. I know my flaws, I know my character, and I'm still building, I'm still building, it's, it's, an, it's an unrelenting process becoming the best version of yourself, but it's one that you do truly have to commit to if you want all of this shit to stick, because what you consume physically in the form of food, but also what you consume through your eyes, what you watch, what you read, the people you spend time with, what you listen to, what you respond to. These are all the consumptions that make up who you are. You've probably heard that saying, you are the sum of the five people you spend the most amount of time with. And I fucking believe that without question. You are heavily influenced by the people around you and the things around you. The environment of which you grow, the environment of which you live, ultimately determines who you are, who you become as a person. And so if you truly want to become somebody new physically, you've got to change the environment of which you are growing in. Shit soil will not give you the flowers you want. You've got to nourish it. And so we're back on fucking plants and gardens again, look. (laughs) So when you're embarking on your journey as an individual, don't just pigeonhole it. Don't just look at your lives and go... Cool. Calories, steps, exercise. Brilliant. Thanks very much. I can do that. Because that's a drop in the ocean. 
Those are the tangible things in front of you. Those are those are the mediums of which you can achieve the physical transformation. But you need to be aware that that physical transformation is going to open a lot of doors. It is going to stir up some shit more in some people than others, because, you know, let's not beat around the bush. I really hope that many of you don't have the past that I have. I really hope that many of you figured this shit out a long time ago and you never went through or experienced what I experienced because, yeah, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. But I will say that it was the making of me. I had to hit rock bottom. Not in my life because, like I said, the change that I made was ultimately a good one. It was a positive one. It was amazing and it still is. But what I learned about myself now, my life continued to get better, but my self-worth and self-opinion of myself took a nosedive before it then, yeah, I was able to pull myself out of it. And I suppose in closing with this podcast, the thing that I want you all to take away from it is firstly the fundamental aspect of your life has to change. And that is the way that you speak to yourself, the way that you think and the way that you act. These are the, the elements that will, that will bleed into everything else. That will look after the calories, the movement, the exercise, etc. If you look after what you want for yourself and you know the environment of which you flourish, you will be successful and you'll keep it because you'll fundamentally realize that, yeah, that shit don't serve me because it's a knock-on effect. You make shit choices with your food, you gain weight. You gain weight, you become less confident. You become less confident, you act differently. You act differently, that influences the things around you and this snowball effect begins. So if you want to become the best version of yourself, you've got to approach it from every single angle. Physical, mental, spiritual, environment, you name it. Everything has to be considered, but all of this comes off the back of reflection. You've got to be willing to just be on your fucking own. Go off on your own. Get inside your own head. Do not be afraid of having a conversation with yourself. Have it out loud. You're not mad for fucking talking to yourself. Do it in the car. Like, really consider the way you conduct yourself. Because if you continuously, relentlessly hold yourself to your new standards and you continuously reflect upon who you are and how you conducted yourself within a few months within a few years you'll be who you ultimately decided you wanted to be so folks as always thanks for your time let me know your thoughts on this podcast again we go deep with these but as i said to you on the previous one you know the whole purpose behind this was i want these podcasts to be what i want them to be and if you guys get you know what you need from these episodes then that's what matters but let me know that you're getting what you need from them okay your feedback is so worthwhile not just in terms of what you thought what it triggered thought processes within yourself but also inspiring future episodes you know that feedback will shape where this podcast goes because i'll continue to evolve further on the topics that we discuss uh and of course use as many weird fucking analogies around grass and pizza as i can so as always Accept the things of which you cannot change. Have the courage to change the things that you can. And the wisdom to know the difference. And I will see you on 111. Have a good week, folks. Toodles. <laughs>